to the Extraordinary Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, you are now tuned in. Welcome to, to the, the Extraordinary Podcast. Good evening, good evening, and welcome to the Be Extraordinary Podcast. We are so excited to be back in studio, but more importantly, we are excited to have you as our guest, and, and we look forward to having a wonderful show. This segment is segment three, sponsored by State Farm, and it's small business tips uh, to prevent disasters. That's what we're going to talk about. But before we go to the show, you need to know who I am. I am Joetta your four-time Olympian motivational speaker, leading authority on wellness, fitness, and mental health and achievement. And I just want you to know that in life and in sports, I always use my P's. Know your purpose. Get prepared, be patient, get perturbed, persevere, and pray. And I applied those P's to my life. I applied those P's to sports, and I apply those P's to what I do in business. Know your purpose, be patient, get perturbed, persevere, and pray. And as you see over here on my right-hand side, I have my co-host, Tyrone Johnson. Tyrone, welcome to the show. Johnson, I hear you, Mr. Weather. <laughs> what was that look? You said Johnson, like with that emphasis on Johnson. Thank Tyrone you. Johnson. That's me. That's you. Yes. Retired firefighter. Retired. And he has some Fs, right? I always do. Okay, here we go. Okay, so these are my five F's that um, most of you guys know that I've been talking about every Wednesday when on the show. And um, I always start off with my faith. That sustains me and keeps me going. Finances is next. My family, my fitness, and my friends. So like we said before, you come up with a couple of things that you live by every day and you go through those five steps. It could be two, it could be one. It could be 10. You know, Joetta has. It, it uh, changes. Yeah, it changes. It could be five. It could be eight, you know, but she's good like that. I feel like giving something away. For those of you that are on the show, if you have some of your P's or your F's or some words of affirmation that you live by, and if you put them in the chat, we will send you a Joe Time Fitness T-shirt. But we're only going to do the first three people. So the first three people that uh, put in their name, and then your affirmations or your words that you use uh, in life uh, daily. If you put that in, we'll give you a Joe Time Fitness T-shirt. Put your address in there and your T-shirt size. And if we see three of you, we'll love to give you a T-shirt. And by the way, you look uh, very beautiful today. Let me get that out the way. Thank you. You know, I, I go through my closet and I try to find a shirt that fits. And oh, oh, here we go I, I just... You're losing so much weight. That's what It's has not to, even that. It's it? the first time I came into a studio and I actually have shorts on. So oh, I'm just feeling comfortable, but I'm looking at how, you know, the shirt is just a little loose. Well, you're going to get in the gym. You're going to bulk up. Yeah, I'm going to have to put this one on the other side of the hook. Yeah. That's what I've been doing. I've been trying to. <laughs> trying to get those right, the right ones where... You know, I don't have to be a little loose. I could be. Or we, or we could just go get some. No, 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 no. no. I got too many daggone shirts. Okay, no, so you're going to bulk back need... up? Okay. No, no, no. Oh. I got the, the ones that fit. Okay, well, won't They're a little tight. I just got to make sure they fit oh. right. So your muscles be popping out. Boom, boom, boom. <laughs> so you got a problem. Look, 
He's talking about his muscles and his shirt. I didn't say anything about that. I just said <laughs> the shirt itself is a little loose. That's all. I didn't say anything okay. about muscles. Well, we're not going to give you muscle shirts. So we're going to give you plain t-shirts. So again, if you have words of affirmations or your five or six or two um, words, put them in the chat with your name, your address, and your t-shirt size, and we will make sure that we send you a t-shirt. We are in studio with Bizarre. And you automatically got one from Miss Arlene Lester. Oh, okay. Faith, family, and fun. Oh, okay. Wow. That's a good, not good. So we're going to send Arlene, Arlene Lester she, a t-shirt. Thank you very much. She, she will get a uh, Joe Time Fitness shirt. We need two more. And uh, as I was saying, we're in studio, Bizarre Creative. And we have been telling you this for over 40, for 41 shows now. 41? 41 episodes. Write that down. 41. And we want you to reach out to AJ at Bizon Creative because he does an amazing job with uh, videos, website designs, photographs. He is the man with the plan. And if you do call out to him or reach him via email, mention that you heard about him from the Be Extraordinary podcast. And I'm sure he will work out something really cool for you. So this is time for graduations. Our Father's Day is coming. Our weddings or just pictures of for birthday pictures or pictures because you want to have them if you started a business because this is small business month and you want to get a website going he is the one that can help you design an effective and cost-effective website that's aj here we go and we also want to talk about our joe time check-in the joe time check-in is really important we have a great time checking in with 41 episodes yes 41 episodes Joe time check-in. Now, this is a Joe time check-in, but it's also a shameless plug, but it's a Joe time check-in because uh, we just came back from Mississippi. Is that straight or is that backwards? Can they read that? They can see that. Yeah, 41, 40, episodes. 41 episodes. We have just come back from Mississippi and we were down at Ole Miss, which is in Oxford, Mississippi. And we were there for the SEC Conference Championship. So those of you who have been following uh, us, uh, Talitha uh, is an athlete, student athlete at the University of Florida, and she's also my daughter, his goddaughter and his athlete. And she had an amazing competition. They also won the SEC Championship. So Talitha up top there had on the white and she was uh, running the 200 and 400. And now after she got done running and they were announced that they won the championship, we have some pictures and the picture of her on the podium. There's a picture with her and her godfather coach, uh, uh, a mentor Tyrone. And then you see a little picture with me with the trophy. And then you see another picture with her on the ground with all of the um, confetti. confetti that they dropped from. Oh my God, yeah. that was amazing. It was yes. really great. So. Uh, we wanted to have a Joe time check-in. And then we also have a race that we want to show you of her. And we are showing you this for two reasons. One, because it is our Joe time check-in. But two, when uh, you look at this, use this as motivation to help you get through things that you're going through. Uh, and we'll talk about more in the back end. But when you see this race, she's running the 200 meters. Her primary event is the 400, which is one time around the track. She had already run that and took fourth in that event and got big points for Florida. And now this video that you're going to watch 
is going to be 200 meters. And let me just give you guys a side note. The, the, uh, Abby Steiner is from Kentucky. She broke the indoor collegiate 200 meter record. Fastest girl ever in college. Ophelia Favor from LSU is just broke the outdoor collegiate record in the 200 meters. And Talitha is running against both of these girls in this race right now. So you have two um, collegiate record holders and Talitha running down in her race to run against them. All right, we're waiting for the, <clears throat> the video to play. 205. She was just recently named SEC Women's Outdoor Track Scholar Athlete of the Year. She missed last outdoor season with a significant Achilles injury. That Achilles injury cost her her entire summer of training. She had to be very pragmatic, and she said, she admitted, I'm not the most patient person. So Coach Tim Hall at the University of Kentucky, they were very pragmatic in how they planned her fall. She drove once a week from Louisville, from Lexington to Louisville to get a specific type of treatment on that Achilles to get her to the point that she's back and competing at the level that she is. This is going to be, yet again, we're going to see that battle between Ophelia and Steiner. And what an advantage for Ophelia that Steiner is out in front of her because Steiner can or really run this turn. Ophelia, Ophelia in six, Steiner six. in seven. Steiner always gets out well, and then she'll pull Ophelia along. She just built, built perfectly for the indoor race. Now here comes Ophelia. She passes Steiner, makes up the stagger. It is Ophelia, now Steiner. She can close hard, and she's trying to do so, but there's just too much speed with Ophelia. But here comes Steiner right near the end, and Ophelia holds her off. 22.02, and a double conference championship for favor Ophelia. She won the 110.93. She wins the 222.04 over Abby, Abby Steiner. This race certainly lived up to the hype. Favor Ophelia, the first to double, double champion in the 100 and the 200 since Liv Ekbonet of Texas A&M back in 2014. And one of the things Dennis Shaver said they focused on was really engaging at the start, being more technical and efficient at the beginning of the race. He told her, you have to execute, and execute is what she did. Abby Steiner has so much finesse on the turn, but the exceptional top end speed of Favor Ophelia is able to fend off that late push, that late charge from Abby Steiner. Even gets a bit of a dive there to be okay. sure she Thank got that victory. Video. We just wanted to show that video because, as I said uh, earlier, we want to use that video to inspire you. Even though Talitha was third in that race, she got a personal record. She got more points for the University of Florida, which helped them win the SEC championship. So when you're going through life uh, and you're going through your fitness goals, your business goals, your spiritual goals, and you may not think things are going the way that you want, hang in there because even though uh, she didn't win that race, it was a victory. So even though you may not get directly to your goals or accomplishments right away, each little step, there's a victory along the way. So take that victory and then you add those little victories up and sooner or later, everything will come to fruition and you get the big victory, which for her will hopefully be in the NCAAs in about another month or so. And, and cherish the moment because that race, even though Joetta said she took third, she made the podium. She took third. She has the second fastest time at the University of Florida.
she took third, she just did a personal best. So she still had things that lined up, you know, perfectly for her and they won the SEC championship. Yeah. So yeah, thank you for showing that video. And now we're at the point where we want to bring on our um, guest. Uh, our guest is a State Farm agent. His name is Frank Ippolito. 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 Frank Ippolito. And he is uh, going to grace this screen as well. He is in uh, Alabama and he has uh, been with State Farm for uh, a couple of years now. And he is going to be the authority on this show, which is disaster planning for small businesses. So Frank, thank you and welcome to the show. Well, thank y'all for having me. Can you hear me fine? We can hear you fine. Great, great. Well, first off, appreciate you, Ms. Joanna, for having me on and Tyrone as well. Um, yeah, I'm Frankie Polito. I'm from Birmingham, Alabama. I'm born and raised. I, um, I started uh, back in 2013 in insurance, uh, working for somebody else, a mentor of mine. It's very important to have a mentor in life. And uh, climbed my way up the ladder come May 1, 2018, started my own business. And now it's May 18, 2022. So I'm four years and 18 days into this game. Wow. So I'm extremely blessed. <laughs> Yes, you are. And to be looking at y'all right now, I tell you, it's uh, mm -hmm. life takes you crazy places. And uh, didn't think I'd be getting on a podcast at uh, around four forty-five on a Wednesday, but this is uh, this is something special. So I, I'm I'm just blessed to be here, and and very thankful that y'all are willing to just listen to my tidbits on disaster planning for insurance and small businesses and all that good stuff. Well, Frank, when people tune into the show, they hear conversations from leading authority on various topics. So uh, I wouldn't say you're going to give us some tidbits. What you are going to do is give us some amazing information that will That's help right. our audience understand and the importance of having small business uh, insurance and being ready for a disaster. No one wants mm -hmm. to be ready for a disaster. But uh, as my mother always said, uh, you, it's better to prepare for war during a time of peace. And so uh, when it's, everything is tranquil and peaceful, it's good to have everything in order. So when that time comes, uh, or if it does come, you'll be able to uh, respond and be protected. And that's what you're going to do. You didn't mention where you went to school. We were down at Ole Miss. I went to the University of Tennessee. So I, I know you went somewhere down there. That, I'll see that. <laughs> yeah, I, I saw I that. That's undergrad. At the University of Alabama from 08 to 12, and we won three national championships while wow. I was there. Yeah, and it was um, here. I'll even pick this up right quick. I got a picture with the I got a picture with the man here. Oh, wow, you do. <laughs> yeah, look so at you. I yes, take a, of, take a lot of his tidbits away from uh, you know being successful and the consistency it takes to be successful as well, um, and. Real quick, Joanna and Tyrone, I don't have a six P's or five F's, but the only thing I can add to that is just uh, say it with conviction. If if you know you're right and you got something to say, say it with conviction. So that's the only little tidbit I got for uh, to add to y'all's uh, little personal development thing here. Well, I took some notes. Down, so well, I, I uh, think if you put your T-shirt size yeah. in the in the, in the chat <laughs> and your address, I think that 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 deserves a T-shirt as well. <laughs> So let me get you a Tyrone for a bit, then I'll give you my t-shirt size. How's that sound? But uh, <laughs> yeah. I'll take a large, that'll work. 
<laughs> okay. Look, we want to, we would like you to just go in. Uh, we have a slide presentation here. And uh, this is an important slide presentation. If you could just be so kind as to uh, go over it, review it. Uh, if there's something that you want to just go over quickly, you can. But if there's something that you think I would listen, to, really need to hear, please make sure to, to uh, talk about that in greater detail. Absolutely. Absolutely. So on this first slide here, uh, and I just wrote down the three main things that popped out to me for uh, for small business owners when they're especially dealing with their insurance here. Um, you want to have property. Uh, you got to have property coverage. So that could be if you're renting or you're a tenant. You got to have your contents covered. Um, and I got to give this disclosure. Uh, when you're talking with an insurance agent, they're always going to ask the who, what, where, how, when, all that good stuff. So it all depends on the operation that you're conducting. Uh, but um, for property, uh, you want to have your contents and your inventory covered in the event of a fire, a theft, goodness mm -hmm. gracious, a tornado cuts through your town and takes your building away. You want to have that covered and you want to have it on what's called replacement cost valuation rcv you always want to have replacement costs uh stay away from acv actual cash value i'm not going to dive into it so i'm not going to push you to sleep but just remember those three words rcv you want to have that uh also if you own the building you want to have building coverage on it because you don't want to lose everything and the building that you own because that's just a really bad deal so you want to have the building property properly covered um as for liability that is slips trips and falls someone comes on your property they fall down they say well joetta didn't do this this and this to mitigate any sort of loss that i might have i fell down now i'm going to sue her sue the insurance policy you want to have that liability in place you want it to be at a million the uh, the cost difference between a million dollars in coverage and the minimum hundred thousand or three hundred thousand is minute. So you right. want to have that million dollars in coverage because okay. in the state of Alabama, people are too happy. Got to have that covered. Um, any questions? No, just keep going briefly. Just touch if you. Is there anything else on that first slide that you want to talk about? Uh, last one, extremely important: loss of income because we are in the business of making money, no matter what you're doing. Income has to be king. So let's say you do have that tornado that cuts through your, through your office. So you wanna have something that covers your business while it's out of operation for however many months that it could be. Okay. That way you can show receipts to the insurance company. Let's say you own a gas station and the place shuts down and you're pulling in 15K a day. You wanna have that documentation to show to your insurance company to get that loss of income back. Because yeah. like I said, we're in the business of making money as small business owners. That's what puts food on the table. So yes. we can't afford to not have income coming in even during the times we're not in operation. So it's hard to put which one is the most important, but daggum, I put loss of income up there just as important as the other two. Yes. Uh, but those mm -hmm. are the main three that I really, that really stuck out to me, the employee dishonesty and the computer property. Um, not that, uh, hire good people, don't worry about the employee dishonesty, but you, okay. you never know what somebody's there, but we'll, I'd say those are the three I'd like to touch on, on that, on that slide there. Now this slide, is there anything that you want to discuss on this slide that uh, you think is important briefly? 
Which, which slide is that the uh, retail business it, insurance policy? It's a continuation. Yes, yes signs. Um, signs. You know, yeah. signs, brands, utility interruption loss of income. I've, I've had, uh, I, I insure a boatload of gas stations around Birmingham, and oh, I've used it. I've only had one claim on it, but it was due to the power company um, uh, messing up down the street. It, it, it then sh it shorted out or sent a surge into his gas station. He wasn't able to operate. And since he had that endorsement on his policy, he was able to tap into that utility, utility loss, which would not be covered underneath your normal list of losses unless you have that endorsement. So that, that is important to have. Um, I wouldn't put it on the top three, but I'd say it's okay. important. Okay. So the next slide. Next We're going to keep going. Is there anything here? If you're not, again, for the sake of time yeah. and we have questions, if, the, if you don't see something that's important, let's keep the slides rolling and you just hit on it briefly. Uh, sure, sure. Ordin if you own the building, ordinance or law is extremely important due to, and this is strictly if you own the building, because let's say your building was built in 1950, you have a fire, you, building catches fire. So now you yeah. can get it back up to 2022 building code or whatever municipality that the uh, that they've adopted building code wise. So that option OL ordinance and law is what OL stands for. Okay. Extremely important if you own the building. Okay. So we're absolutely so we're good on that slide. Yeah. Um, vehicle insurance. Vehicle insurance. You know if um, if you're in if you're a dish, if you're in distribution, I do a couple of distribution companies. They gotta have vehicle insurance. I would say um, put it at one million limits. Make sure that you have uninsured motorist coverage, and uh, make sure you evaluate the uh, the uh, make sure you evaluate the value of your vehicles and whether or not you need to put physical damage or what's called comprehensive and collision coverage on them. Uh, because if you're driving around 95 box trucks, you might be willing to just throw liability on it. If something happens to it, trash it, buy another one. So okay. uh, for auto insurance, the main thing, though, have that million dollar in liability. That's what, okay. that's the main thing on the auto. So the other one says other forms of insurance for entrepreneurs. Out of these, what do you want to talk about briefly? Uh, which thought are we... Which side are we on? We have the individual health insurance, life insurance, and commercial liability. Well, before we pick up that, the last thing I wanted to touch on was workers' compensation. Oh, workers' comp. That was the slide before. Yeah. Yes, sir. Absolutely. Uh, workers' compensation, you want to have that. You want to care for your employees. They're the ones that everybody talks to. They only always get to talk to the man. So if, um, if one of your employees falls down in your operation and gets hurt, then that policy will cover their injuries. So that's, that's an extremely important uh, coverage to have there off of that slide. Um, as for other forms of uh, insurance for entrepreneurs, yeah, you wanna have your health insurance, everybody needs that. Life insurance would come into play if you have a partner and, and uh, it'd be called a key man policy. So let's say me okay. and Tyrone own a business together. Mm -hmm. I can't operate without Tyrone's knowledge and experience. God forbid if something were to happen to Tyrone, man, I'm out to pasture. So uh, I need somebody to pick up the slack. So whether that's me just having to pay extra for somebody to bring in to pick up where he left off, or 
it doubles my workload and now I'm working two jobs. You want yes. to have that key man life insurance. Commercial liability umbrella policy is important. It's just an extra layer of liability. Uh, it would come into play if you're working a big operation or even a small one. I've got a, I've got an umbrella. Uh, and you're, let's say you drive around the road, God forbid you hit and hurt somebody really bad or you hit and mm -hmm. kill them. You want to have that extra umbrella policy to cover anything that's over your other limits that, that would be in excess. So an umbrella, that umbrella is just an excess liability policy. Best way to put it. Now, have you been seeing, um, different things being implemented um, throughout your the last couple of, I guess, years based on, because the first time in Joetta, we, we've heard about the professional, you know, insurance policy, the, and now the, uh, the one you just said, the last one you just was talking about. The umbrella policy? Yes, I, I've, I've always yeah. had it. But like you said, when it changes, does it is it is it better now than it probably was when it first came out two, three years ago or 10 years ago or 20 years ago? No, I'd say there's nothing. It, nothing. It's my knowledge in the nine years that I've been doing. Is it nine years now? Good God. Um, yeah. In the nine years I've been doing this, uh, nothing's changed. It's nothing. The, OK. The importance is still there of, uh, you know, ho ho hopefully you never have to use it, but in the event that something catastrophic does happen, you want the, you want the person that you do damage to, to, I hate to say this, but you want them to use the insurance policy. You don't, you don't want them coming after Tyrone or Joetta yeah. mm -hmm. your assets. So that's why that umbrella policy is so very important. Absolutely. Yes. I, re I remember being on a job and um, I think about whew, 10 years into the job when I was fighting fires. And I, I went right. through a bad fire and, and, you know, trying to be, you know, all big and bold and brave. <laughs> I had burns on my neck and I had to go to the hospital and they put, you know, the silver dying and stuff on it and it started clearing up. And my captain said to me, he said, man, book that. And I said, what you mean book? He said, book it. He said, because once you get off this job, you never know what's going to happen to you. So put your comp oh. papers in. Fast forward 25 years, I'm walking off the job. The union calls me and said, Tyrone, I have this number for you. Remember all those things you put down? You fell through the elevator shaft. You did all this. And I wrote everything down, saw everybody, and the case went through. But I didn't realize that at the time, I said, it's just a burn on my neck. Yeah. But the sure. burn could have turned to loss of hearing, could have turned to a spinal damage or whatever. And people just go, nah, I'm okay. I, I, I walked out the building. I'm fine. Yes. You never know. Yeah. Right. Well, well, thank you for sharing. Thank you for yeah, sharing that story, Tyrone. And yes. and and uh, Frank, uh, if there's anyone in the audience that has any questions regarding his first five or six point seven points that he gave, please raise your hand and put it in the chat. And we're going to go over the some of the other slides. If you could be so kind as to go over those slides uh, in, in a in a in a brief but concise uh, manner. Sure. Uh, which one are we on, guys? Natural disaster planning. Protect your um, your customer, employees, secure assets, and resume operations. So, if there's something briefly that you see that stands out, could you talk about that, please? You know, this slide has so much on it. I'm just going to give you all a couple of bullet points that I pulled off of this. Okay. Um, Thank you. Have a plan for severe weather. In the South, we have tornadoes. You got like five minutes to get where you need to be. Mm -hmm. 
let employees go early, let them go two hours home. Let them go home two hours early. Because I tell you what, you'd rather have them come back tomorrow than be gone today. So be con- be very, very aware of that. Uh, have a plan for aggress escape, for a fire, for uh, for any other unforeseen circumstance. Have a, have a plan for aggress and escape. Uh, have a plan for social unrest. We, you never know when it's going to happen. Uh, you got to have a plan for, um, for, for things that go sideways. That runs into have a plan for the bad guys. Someone walks into your office and they're not supposed to be there. This business isn't worth dying over. We're getting out the back door. Don't play yes. with it. Um, throw them the bag of cash and run out. It's not, it, it's not worth it. Have a plan for the bad guys. Uh, have a plan to operate remote. We, we learned that with COVID-19. Be, yes. be able to adapt and overcome. Have a plan to operate remote. And um, utility, utility outages. If your internet's down, make sure you have a hotspot. That way you can run your office uh, and keep it going until you can get AT&T, Charter, whoever it is, out here. But you won't miss a beat if you already have planned. You know, I always say uh, preparation avoids frustration. So have a plan. Uh, have that hotspot ready to go. Um, okay. Last thing, uh, what slide are we on? I'm jumping ahead now. Um, uh, we're on okay. the National Disaster Planning Now. Know your team. Yes, yes. Thank you. That's where I was going. On the yes. know your team, um, have a good list. And it all starts with people you trust. Now, I always want to do business with people you trust. But it needs to be, I put insurance agent first because I'm one of them. But contractors, your landlord, family, and friends. Have a good list of people that you know that you can depend on in the time of a crisis. Because we've I'm all been there. I'm gonna stop you right there, Frank, because we have mm-hmm. two questions uh, from sure. our 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 listeners. Um, the first question, um, Judith was um, saying uh, about the umbrella policy. Uh, yes. What what does it cover, and um, will it cover um, different events? Uh, disabilities, uh, what insurance should a self-employed person have under that umbrella policy? Well, it, it would mainly cover, uh, it, it, it works into the same, uh, it works into the same workflow as liability. It's just oh, extra okay. liability. So it, it covers the other person that you do harm to. So if you're if one million dollars doesn't satisfy the person that you uh, hit or you did damages to, then that umbrella would kick in and give you that extra layer of protection. Okay, thank okay. you. Okay, and then you have another one from Jimmy. He says, "Has COVID nineteen um, health challenges changed um, the standards in the terms of the loss of income?" And he says, "It has not. It hasn't changed." It. it, it the yeah, COVID nineteen did not change the the payout or the standards for loss of income. Okay. Uh, Either short or long term. Short and short and long term, right? Correct. Short and long term, it did not it did not affect the loss of the loss of income. Okay. Good. Thank you. So we we'll go back to the slides now. Those are good questions. Thank that we asked. Yes. Very good questions. Thank Great you question. again. Yes. Absolutely. So the next uh, slide we're talking about. Um, the nat- uh, natural disaster plan for your businesses and basically protect your customers, employees, security assets, and resume operations. And we're talking about the safety of your your um, on-site employees and visitors, 
secure assets. Is there anything that you want to briefly talk about or just go to the you next know, slide? On this one, I think I touched on it on my bullet okay. points because I kind of ran through those. I can yes. go through those again later. No, no, we'll, just, but no we'll go forward. We'll keep moving forward. Yes, ma'am. A plan uh, how to get up and running. How to get back up and running? Yes. Um, how to get up and running. Plan for how to get up and running. Is there well, a con the go ahead. It says uh, contact the list of uh, con contractors to uh, make temporary repairs or um, board up windows, board up your windows. Absolutely. And that that runs right into the right into the team slide. Right. Uh, have that list of good contractors that you can call on a whim yes. and they'll, they'll drop what they're doing and say, hey, Tyrone, I need my I need my doors boarded up now. We got something coming our way, and he'll be like, "Dude, I got you." Uh, you gotta, you gotta have that list. You, I mean, that list is everything. Um, so yes, uh, that that key list of people you can depend on is crucial, especially okay. during a disaster. Absolutely. Yeah. And we're winding down on our last couple of slides here. Uh, this is important because it's in our listeners need to know that disaster planning insurance is important and have everything in order to uh to prevent and then also to recover so we have one more slide to show and that's it thank you <laughs> that's it yeah that, that was it that's the thank you slide yes ma'am yes, yes ma so what we're going to do now is uh we go to take a little break and we go to our joe time health tips how's that sound oh you that want to do that well uh you want me to go ahead with more fire prevention business tips or you want me to go into the joe town health slide joe town health slide i think uh, i can do that so yes. we're going to take a quick break and um, go right into this Joe Tom health tip uh, for today. And that's the importance of iron. You see everything on the left, uh, that's iron, all of that stuff, the red meats, the beans, the lentil beans, the eggs, uh, everything. Okay, so um, why is iron important? Iron is a mineral that your body needs for growth and development. Your body uses blood cells that carry oxygen from the lungs into all parts of your body. Iron plays an important role in your body, including keeping you healthy and full of energy. So what are the symptoms of low iron? Sometimes when you have low iron, you're gonna have muscle pain. You're gonna have dark colored urine, fever, fatigue. You'll be nauseated. Um, you might vomit, belly ache, and poor um, concentration. Um, what should your iron levels be? You know, check with your physician right. and there are different type of calibrations and scales and stuff that'll tell you what your, your range is. So a normal range is between 25 and 75. Bro, that was very fast. Um, <laughs> so that's, that's the normal range, um, but they might vary um, from different labs. So just check that. And food and supplements, it's a little bit different. It could be 13.7 to 15.1. So you can just look at that slide later or, you know, go online and just see what your iron level should be. Um, iron from food comes in two forms, heme and non-heme. Heme is found in only in animal flesh, like meat, poultry, and seafood. Non-heme is iron is found in plants, whole grains, nuts, seeds, and leafy um, greens. So that's, those are the two different ones. Me and Joetta talk about this a lot. Some people eat red meat, they eat salmon, they eat, you know, different type of fish 
and they get their iron from that point. Other people do iron from the green stuff. Like I said, I did a series on, you know, um, kale and, and different things, water crest and you know, the water crest. So I did stuff on that. So iron is stored in your body as ferritin. Ferritin, yeah. Did you see that? I didn't see yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, I, I saw it, but we went to the next okay. slide. So what's about the supplements? <laughs> okay, so the supplements, iron is available in um, different forms. Some in cereals, multi um, vitamins, uh, different things over the counter, high dose iron um, supplements prescribed for those for iron deficiency, anemia, or, or a high risk um, factors that, you know, they might need more iron. Some people have a lot of low iron in their body. And then I, it also comes in a liquid form. A I liquid took Fiosol liquid and I would take it with orange juice because um, vitamin oh, yeah. C mm -hmm. uh, helps uh, the distribution of the um, of the iron that goes through the body, it helps carry it. Yeah. So people take vitamin C and if you get the tablets, sometimes they have vitamin C already with the iron as well. But when my levels, when I was competing, it needed to be a certain level. We did ferritin, hemoglobin, we did all those different yeah. levels. And if I did the ferritin, uh, ferrosol, the liquid iron, ferrosol with vitamin C, it helped my levels. You will feel, and the energy level will go up and, and, and the red blood cells will be more enriched. Right, yes. Okay, what do we have after this one? Okay, so before we go to the bottom line, um, myoglobin is a part of your blood. So a lot of times when we're taking the iron in our body, it helps to open up those vessels. So a lot of times people don't realize that when you have nitrogen, nitric, I'm sorry, nitric oxide, that helps us, us breathe better and, and it opens up your pores and everything. So a lot of times we're deficient over things because we don't have our levels up. Iron levels have to be up, protein levels have to be up. It's a lot of levels that go through that bloodstream. So what's the bottom line, Ms. Joetta? The bottom line, iron is an important nutrient that helps to keep your body healthy and full of energy, mm -hmm. full of energy. So that's the bottom line. And, uh, you know, before you do anything that we talk about, make sure you consult your physician. Yes. Uh, Tyrone has a wealth of knowledge and uh, sometimes we think he's a doctor, but the reality is he's not your physician. So uh, you have to make sure that you check and follow through with it with uh, your physician. Uh, we did watercress the other day and someone and a lot of people contacted me via email and said that they went to try it and they had it has a different taste but they uh, are glad that they got it and then we did sea moss as well so um, the health tips are really uh, interesting and it's important for everyone to make sure that you see your physician but iron if your iron is low yes. you're sluggish you're tired mm -hmm. it doesn't matter if you're an athlete or not you become anemic, so make sure you have good iron. That's a really good tip. Thank you. And be careful because you can take too much. You can have too much iron also. Mm -hmm. You have too much iron. Oh my! I've seen that elevation also. The question. So be be careful. Yes, I saw someone. We have with a, a question hand with the hand up. We're gonna um uh that number. Uh, not sure. Oh. Let me see. Okay, so uh, that that phone number. Read it. Oh. Oh, that's yeah. okay. That's Frank. Okay, Frank. We are so good. <laughs> we yes. are. Yes. Sorry. Sorry there, Frank. We thought that you had a question. Your hand was, you, you yes. raised your hand, but that wasn't. That was okay. Well, look, yeah. we're going to bring you back on, Frank, and we're yeah. going to continue. Uh, you know, as you know, Tyrone uh, was a, a first responder firefighter for over 25 years, and he's right. retired going up 
up on eight years in September. And business prevent uh, uh, business fire preventive tips. So between the two of you, I'm sure you're gonna have a lot of information to share with um, the audience. And I know for a fact, you've had to go into not just burning buildings of a resident or apartments or mm -hmm. home, you've had to go into businesses as well. Yes. So before I, I get started, um, Joretta gave me this little uh, piece of paper, but um, <laughs> <laughs> like she just said, for 25 years of um, fighting fires, I'm gonna briefly go over some of these tips, but I'll give you a little, um, just a scenario that happens with us. Sandy hit, Katrina hit, all these storms hit. So in preparing for those businesses, like Joetta said, there's no way you can, can totally prepare for it, but what you can do is you can have things set up. One of the hardest things uh, for us is to try to get to the business because what happens is the business itself, the outside gate, it's an electric gate. The storm hits, what happens? No electricity. What we have to do, go to the truck, get the saw, cut the gate down, because the gate won't open. Get all the way to the door, the same thing. The doors don't open. What we have to do, we have to go back and cut things off. So what Frank was just saying, all the business planning that you do, you have an egress, you have uh, ways um, to go to different windows, You know, open the windows, have something light to put out. We know you're there. Remember, no power. The business is shut down. It's a storm. Um, the emergency lights cut on. So the backup generator, if you're in the building and the power goes down, you'll see the sign that says, and I tell Joe what it is all the time, emergency exit. You know, have them get used to that, train for that. In your office, when you go outside, it's all black, look for the emergency exit. Sometimes they put them on the floor. They put little markers. Um, have a, The swipe card is not going to work. You got to use the stairs. You can't get in the elevator. All of these things are so important. So even with the first part of um, a fire can cause severe damage to business structures, equipment, and inventory. So that fire is going to burn in the content of everything. From that point on, on the national the NFPA, National Fire Protection Association, they offer handbooks so people can look at them or you can call a fire marshal. They can go over your business plan or the property manager. They can tell you, you know, where the sprinkler heads are, um, where's the access to get out the building. Like Frank was saying, somebody comes in there and they a disgruntled person or something is going on. You don't want to confront them. You might have a window or a sill. Don't go close to that. Turn around and go back out the other door. You know, always have an escape plan. The fire um, automatic sprinkler system is only used for buildings that are four stories and up. Sometimes we go into buildings, it's a three-story building, it's a brick building. They don't have a fire um, suppression system. We know this, but it's, it's not you no know, law. So what we do is we have to bring water in and you know do what we have to do. So from that point on, we go straight to um, your best bet is multi, multi, a multi-purpose extinguisher. That's really important. We went over extinguishers back then, ABC extinguisher, a, a, um, a gas, ex I mean, um, oil extinguisher, you know, to put out different fires. But a multi-purpose one, ABC, usually puts out wood, paper, things like that. 
Yes. So, Frank, do you want to cut in now? Did you want to say something? Tyrone just gave a, a brief mm -hmm. overview. We have a little bit more, but I know you also have some tidbits for the uh, small business that lose all of, all of their products uh, yes. during the business, a fire. Yeah, I mean, it, it would be, you know, if you always have a good idea of what you got. You know, me as an insurance agent, everything's in the cloud now. So I'm, I'm old school. I still got paper documents, but um, have, you inventory, have, you, have an inventory list. Make sure you know um, how, much, how much of X that you have and list them in importance. Mm -hmm. uh, that way, if you do have a total loss, and you need to sit down with your insurance agent or claims rep and start listing off like, well, Tyrone, how many, how many coolers did you have in your gas station? Well, I don't know. Well, we don't, we don't work off. I don't know. So yes. you need to know, yeah, we had eight built-in coolers at $15,000 a piece. That way we can reimburse you and put you back whole properly. So yeah, absolutely. Having, having the, the right, having an inventory list and always knowing what you got is extremely important. Okay. And, and and a lot of businesses now they have a lot of cleaning products. Those cleaning products are flammable. I mean, Absolutely. you would you can't mix certain things. Some people would mix bleach among, what, and and they're going to automatically pass out because some things right. you know supposed yeah. to. Yeah. Yes. So not not only it is it flammable, but it, it can also, you know, make you you know, disorienting, you become unconscious and the next person walk in the room, they're going to pass out also. Mm -hmm. So you got to be careful right. with where you store stuff. So right. what are some other uh, uh, fire preventive tips? I'm sorry, go ahead, Frank. Uh, on the aggress, I just know in the in the city of Homewood where I'm at, that your exit signs have to be able to be seen at all points of the building when all the lights are off. So mm -hmm. I, have, I have two exit signs. When the lights are off, you have to at least be able to see some beacon of light from those exit signs. And that's extremely important, too. Now, I'm in a smaller building, so it, it's, it's pretty easy to see them when the lights are off. But just to piggyback on what Tyrone was, was speaking on, on the, you know, look for the exit signs. It's pretty easy. It's EXIT the last time I checked. So uh, look for them. Go towards them. Yes. Uh, and make sure you're able to see them. Yes. We have a question uh, uh, that someone wants to ask. It was asking about cyber insurance. Yeah, cyber insurance, is, it, it, it's great. It's becoming more and more of a problem because we have a lot of smart people out there who are uh, willing to hack into your business and take what you have, right? So yes. let me go back to that slide here for, for cyber. Um, yeah, the data compromise and identity uh, restoration. So that covers that works together to help your business get back on track after a data breach, or if you as the owner are a victim of identity theft. Wow. So, uh, you know, I add that as an endorsement on, on policies for, uh, for customers uh, to, to protect, their, protect their assets and their bank accounts. That's, uh, and it's becoming, it's, becoming way, it's becoming way more of a problem than it should. I'll put it that way. What do you mean by that? Way more of a problem. What? What? You mean the well, it's becoming, uh, it's becoming it's becoming more prevalent. Uh, I guess you call them hackers. They're becoming more and more. Oh. Um, it's it's happening more often. With yes. I mean, how many times? How many times have you had to get a new credit card in the past six months? Yes. You know, just think of that. Yes. Uh, so imagine if someone got a hold of your main business operating account and 
payday's on the 20th and it's the 18th and you ain't got no money. So, you know, yeah. that's, that's an important, like I said, I, I was on a time frame there, so I didn't get to touch on that one, but uh, Judd, I'm glad you brought it up because it is, it's, it, that's very important to, to have, uh, to, to protect, to protect your bank account. Absolutely. Hmm. What if you, um, we talk about fire protection and like, for example, let's say, um, uh, you you as the business owner were were injured in a fire or has some type of damage and you can't work. Would that be you talked about that? So that's your disability insurance that you were talking about for the business. What does that fall well, under? Absolutely, it can. Well, if you're if you're an if you're an LLC or an incorporated business, then you can include yourself on your own workers' comp. Yeah. So that would be covered underneath your workers' comp, but then you can also take out. Uh, disability insurance, either short-term or long-term disability insurance to cover anything out of pocket that your your actual health insurance might not cover. Oh, okay. And, and it, will, it will also give you an extra amount of money every month. No different than loss of income from your, for your business. Think of it as loss of income for your body. That's the best way to put it. Okay. Oh, okay. And a state farm agent will be able to, to help uh, navigate through what they need, how much they need, and how and explain everything. Yes, one hundred percent. Yeah, so Frank will put his information in the chat. And although he's in Alabama, if you contact him, I'm sure he knows other agents across the country that might be able to, to direct you as well. Oh, so I'm sure. Sure, we have yeah. a large network. Agents work together. We always are on good terms. Yes, uh, I'm actually helping somebody out in Las Vegas right now. Okay. Uh, find coaches for a home they own. Uh, right off the Las Vegas Strip. Go figure that one out. So okay. well, um, yes, we, have, we have a great network. We really do. Okay, well, put your information, your contact in the chat. I'm okay. going to have Miss Arlene do that for me okay. because I think she's smart. She's way smarter than I am. Oh. So I'm going to have her okay. knock that one out. All right, okay. thank you. So I'm just going to go over a couple of quick um, things for fire safety in the workplace. Um, these tips can help um, prevent them from being injured you know, people being injured in a fire, um, have a fire plan. You know, we do that. We do um, a critique after every fire to see which door was kind of hard to get in, um, which street was kind of tight to go down. We always critique stuff when we get back from the fire. So the next time we have a fire in that area, the two trucks won't go in the same way. You know, people won't. We do that. If some blocks have power lines, some don't. Um, have a safety officer. You know, designate somebody in the workplace to be the safety officer. That way they can have an account. Like if it's 10 people in here, they make sure they can see 10 people or nine walking out with them. Um, install a sprinkler system. Like I said, after you get to the fourth story, all buildings in New Jersey are required to have a sprinkler system. Um, leave space for appliances. You know, people don't realize that appliance, that, that's the the, the load on the second floor is so heavy than the first floor because you have a a printing machine you have a desk you have refrigerator you have so much stuff so firemen are, are walking underneath we know that so we always got to tell guys we don't need eight guys on the second floor just give me one guy to go search and come back down right so our strategy is just like everybody else we don't want to overload it's already loaded already um, regular replacing wires sometimes when it's a burnt out wire or something is people would tell me 
I would say, what's going on with that? Why is it so dark? They'd be like, it, it sparked one time, but they'll put it back into, <laughs> no, don't replace it. Go buy another $10 extension cord. Right. Um, evacuation plan, you know, do that. Figure out when it's time, a good time to evacuate, where you're going to evacuate. Are you all going to meet across the street? Stand there so you can make an, a head count. Um, first aid, have first aid, either um, oxygen or first aid kit, a defib, something, you know, that just in case you can help the person out before EMS come. The heat of the summer is the worst time for everybody. Ambulance, firemen, police, they're on call. So you might be having a heart attack. It might take 45 minutes for them to get there. So you have to automatically stay on the phone with dispatcher and let them know how this person is. Are they breathing? They put their feet up. Mm -hmm. And the, the last thing was flammable liquids. Like we said, don't store everything together. And if you do, lock it in the closet. Well, yep. thank you for that. that was mm -hmm. really good, Tyrone, as you talked about that. And, and Frank, do you have anything else that you want to add to to that information, I know Miss Arlene uh, put your information oh, yes. in the chat, so that's good for our listeners to contact you. Uh, it's, it's his information is in the chat, and uh, you're going to continue on with some more tips. Well, uh, just piggyback on what Mr. Tyrone was saying, um, you know, make sure you have door handles that that oh, are easy yes, to yes. turn. Uh, in the again, in the city of Homewood, you have to at least have one handle that is horizontal. That way, yes. if someone without a hand can't get out, they can at least hit that latch. So make sure you have door handles that are easy to turn, get out of, pull down, and, and, and get out the building. Um, so I, just to just a pick, I mean, Mr. Tyrone's been doing this, I think, longer than I've been alive. So I don't want to take away that was a good that was a really good point i know we added those handles yes. to, to even though to the house or with my mother because her wrist mm -hmm. was uh weak and she couldn't turn Absolutely. the knob in the bedroom so we did get those and they were much easier to use i have a question we were talking about small businesses that use a building some small mm -hmm. businesses some entrepreneurs work from their home um, right. And they have their stuff in their basement or in their oh, or yes. the living room or in their bedroom. And could you speak to that small business owner who doesn't have a, a building, but they operate out of their home? How should they protect themselves? Well, it, it's, the, it's, it's the same way. You would have back onto the property insurance. You would essentially be uh, a home occupant uh, basis business. So you would just make sure that you have... And it would be built into the policy, have your contents covered, uh, have your business personal property. If you have a laptop and other equipment that you use, make sure you have that loss of income. You know, most of the time if you're working from home, people aren't coming in and out your house. So the liability isn't that big a deal, but it's still very important just in case something does arise. Uh, the main thing for home-based operations is that property coverage and that loss of income. That, that's the main two that I would really focus on. Absolutely. What about people who have products that someone might use and they may break them out? Do you have coverage for that? I don't know oh, what you yeah. would call that. So if it's your hair care, your skin care, or whatever you're using and you break out from it and someone wants to sue you, what what do you have? I know that's not fire protection, but what do you have for that? Is there something for that? Well, it would, it would, fall, under, it would fall under your liability and then it also fall underneath special endorsements that would protect you from the products that you're selling. So okay. it, would, it would fall underneath liability. Yes, ma'am. 
Okay. So does anyone have any questions? Remember, if you have any questions or comments, you could put them in the chat or you can uh, raise your hand. These segments are going by really fast and some people just came on later on in the show. And we, what I want you to do right now, uh, Frank, because we are uh, winding down, could you just please give them some takeaways, uh, if possible, um, about the beginning of the show, what we talked about, sure. and also here? Um, yeah, I'll just touch on the main, the main three, uh, and then a couple of the uh, national, national disaster and dangerous office situations that I broke down. Uh, have your personal property, your business property covered. Uh, if you're a tenant, have your contents and inventory covered. If you own the building, make sure the building's covered as well. Yes. Have a good have a good amount of liability in place. A million dollars is the standard. Don't worry about anything else. Have loss of income provisions on that policy. That covers you in the event that if your business isn't operating um, due to a covered loss, you're still bringing in income every month uh, for what you're losing for not being able to work. Uh, have workers comp in place. Take care of your people. Your people are your livelihood. Uh, if they get hurt on the job, you need to be able to have a policy in place to, to cover their injuries. If you have auto policies or if you have vehicles involved in your, in your business, have a million dollar limits. Uh, don't play games with it. Uh, as for National disasters, dangerous office situations, have a plan for severe weather, have a plan for egress and, and, and escape, uh, have a plan for quote the bad guys. Uh, guys, I love this agency. I love it with all my heart, but ain't nobody dying over it. I'll tell you that. We're getting out the back door. He, yeah. can have it. he can have all he wants, but my people are going home with me. Um, have a plan to be able to operate remote. And I think, uh, like I said earlier in the show, uh, COVID-19 kind of accelerated our ability to operate remote, yeah. uh, but always have a plan to do it. You might have an employee that isn't feeling too hot, but can still work from home. And if you have a lot, laptop to send them home with, let them yes. work from home. Yes. Uh, they can send their PJs and answer emails if they're, you know, if they're still able to do it. Um, and then have a plan for if your utilities are down. Now, if your power's out, you're out of luck. But yes. I mean, I've had where the internet goes down and I've ran my office off my phone off my phone hotspot uh, for about 30 or 45 minutes in order to uh, wait for AT&T to get out here to get the internet back up. Yes. Um, the last little bit uh, have a good team in place. People you can do business with people you can trust. Uh, yes. Have a good insurance agent. Have a good list of contractors. Know your landlord well. Uh, have family and friends that are ready to step in and help you in time of crisis. So uh, I think that's very important. Well, thank you, Frank, for that information. A lot of times when yeah. we I do think my phone too, guys. Yeah. Uh-huh. A lot of times when we do these shows, we don't know who we're going to get on and how knowledgeable they're going to be. But you were really not knowledgeable, uh, despite the fact that you are mm-hmm. University of Alabama fan. You uh, rolled in with a lot of information, and we just hope that that tide uh, uh, keeps rolling in with great information for the people that you're servicing down in Alabama, and then those who you could help um, that will reach out to yeah. you in our respective areas as well. Uh, there's nothing like having disaster planning and having tips to prevent it. Mm-hmm. So this segment was about being prepared, uh, uh, preparedness, and 
with listening to you and then the information that Tyrone also talked about, um, that's really helpful. Um, this wasn't my expertise, uh, area of expertise, but I am a small business owner that no longer has a building, but I still have some of the supplies at home. So it's so very important that you protect those. And I know when the basement might flood and yeah. I know I, unfortunately, the first couple of times I did not have my supplies in a rubber bend. And uh, after the first or so uh, water damage, I put things in rubber bands and, and put it up high so that they wouldn't get damaged. So I made sure I did that. If it were a fire, however, it wouldn't have mattered. But with water, it was really um, oh, yeah. helpful. But that's the good thing. Right. I remember throughout the years when you would tell me, Joetta would always ask me what's good for the car um, when she was traveling. And, you know, they, okay. they started having the, the glass breaker, they had the seatbelt cutter, they had different things. And then I would show her what the flares did and everything. So I was always making sure that when she, and, it, and a lot of times she wouldn't even think on a nice day, something would happen. You know, everybody think that it's a nice sunny day. Yeah, It's a nice sunny day, but it could be a brush fire out there. Next thing you know, power's out, it's dark, you stuck on the highway. <laughs> yes. You know, so you always gotta have something that you can fall back on. Absolutely. And my, guys, my phone died, so that's oh. why I went. That's why I blacked yes. out. So I'm okay. That. Well, we can still hear your voice, and yes. that's a good thing. We're at the time where we're going to wind down. So I want to thank you, Frank, for that information. And again, You're if so anyone wants, wants to reach out to Frank, you have his information in the chat. And, and thank all of you for joining the show. As you know, this show will be on YouTube, so you can watch it over and over again. We're on uh, Spotify. Spotify, Apple, and Anchor. So those are ways that you can reach us. And we have our 21st track and field camp, 21 years of this camp. If you're not in the Pennsylvania area, that's okay. You may know someone that is. Please tell them about the uh, camp that Who's we're having. sponsoring that camp? That camp is sponsored by Joy Sports of Beyond, AM Lux, The Edge Restaurant, and The Current. Wow. And The Current has been one of our friends on the show on several uh, occasions as sponsors. So thank you very much for sponsoring the camp. And as you know, if you want to uh, be a sponsor, please uh, reach us at uh, joetimefitness at gmail.com. Subscribe to our YouTube channel, which is Joe Time Fitness. And we're also on Facebook under Joe Time Fitness. So like I said, I got my shorts on, Joe. It's about to get hot. I'm getting ready to get my workout gear. So we're going to be up in the studio Getting you know, it in. Yeah, and I'm going to get a tighter shirt. Tighter shirt. Well, we're going to do a workout. We have a challenge. I don't know about we. Yeah. We, now you want to be with me. We're going to do a workout, and we're going to do this workout challenge with you. So I can't wait to bring that out to you. We're working on it now. Can you can you stay with me? Though? Seriously. I definitely I'm can. You. Absolutely. I definitely can. Remember what we always say. At Joe Time Fitness, we meet you where you are. Thank all of you for meeting us here this evening. Next week will be our final show sponsored by State Farm Growing Home-Based Side Hustle Business. Side Hustle. Side I Hustle like Business. So we're going to have an amazing guest to help you navigate through your side hustle, which might be the main thing. As we always say, it doesn't matter what road you take, but what you become along that journey. Thank you for taking this road with us this evening, and we will see you again next week. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Have a good evening. Yes. Joe Time Fitness. Thank you. Thank you, Frank. Okay. Bye-bye. Yes, thank you.